The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome, you guys. Welcome to all the moms out there. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms because sometimes the world forgets to remind you of how important your role is raising up that next generation, and dads too. Okay, so wherever you are at when it comes to marriage, or maybe you're not even married, or you've been through a divorce, I've still got a question for all of you. Have you ever gotten marriage advice that just made you mad? Like, happy couples do everything together. Or your children should always come first. Well, today on the show, we've got a marriage expert who is also a senior director at Windshape Marriage. She's going to expose some really big stuff when it comes to marriage. The most common marriage myths. And uh, instead, you know, opposite of those myths, she's going to point us to the marriage advice that actually works Julie Baumgartner coming up on Channel Mom, so stick around. Are you a mom feeling overwhelmed? Let me tell you about a homeschooling mom from Montana. Tessa felt paralyzed until she discovered a drink called Happy Juice, a combination of three products, one for gut brain health, one for metabolism and mood, and a final powerhouse ingredient to increase productivity. With Happy Juice, Tessa's life went from paralysis to productive. Clinical studies report a 50% decrease in depression with Happy Juice. Learn more by texting HAPPY to 720-784-LOVE. That's 720-784-LOVE. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Welcome back to Channel Mom. Man, do we have a good conversation for you today. Uh, This is just going to be, I think, so helpful for relationships because we're going to be exposing marriage myths. We're going to get to our uh, guest in just a second. It's some surprising stuff. I think some of what she has to say is going to really surprise you, but also give you some relief, honestly. A quick mom market shout out to our friends across the country who listen to us in Salem, Oregon, Oklahoma, and Texas, Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, also now in Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, Montana, and then, of course, our longtime listeners here in Denver. So grateful for you. And also our podcast listeners. Our podcast recently, (laughs) supposedly, according to the stats has been in the top 20% of podcasts. We should have applause for that, Jim. Do you have that applause button? Yay! Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, you can find our podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast, Spotify, Audible, Apple, I think Audible is that, also Amazon, Google, etc. And I'd love it if you would check our podcast out and then also share it with others. 
Also, I would be honored if you would help those folks who sponsor us and keep us on the air. Check out youhavealternatives.org. You can help them by donating, youhavealternatives.org. And then also text HAPPY to 720-784-LOVE if you'd like to try out that happy juice that you heard in the ads. And then finally, one big announcement before we get to our guest. We're going to do something special with our fundraising event this year called Accelerate. It is the last time you can enjoy Accelerate at Bandamere Speedway where it is located right now. It's an iconic... There you go, James. It's an iconic place, you guys. It's been there for 65 years in Morrison, Colorado. They're going to move. But we get one last shot to race cars. You get to race a car down the speedway. I can race you if you like. (laughs) I did it last year. Yeah, that's how I sounded. That's exactly how I sounded. Uh, We would love it if you'd buy tickets. You're going to be supporting moms and children in need. And all of the media that we do, just go to channelmom.org, channelmom.org. You'll see our big Accelerate banner there. You can click on that to order tickets to go. We're also going to be giving away an Accelerate ticket in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Okay. My hope is that today's interview is going to help a lot of people who are perplexed or hurting or confused when it comes to what's going on with marriage in this country, but maybe even in their own marriage or lack of a marriage. We've got Senior Director of Windshape Marriage, Julie Munns Baumgardner, on the show today. Julie has nearly 40 years of experience helping marriages and families thrive. Prior to joining Windshape Marriage, she spent 20 years as the president and CEO of First Thing First to share some of, is it First Things First, Julie, or First Thing First? First Things First. First Things First. (laughs) Took off the S, sorry. President and CEO of First (laughs) Things First. And uh, she's here today to share some of the most common marriage myths to help debunk them once and for all, plus what actually makes a marriage work, uh, you know, and with an outcome of two happy, satisfied people. So welcome to Channel Mom, Julie. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you, dear. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, and I hope you're not lying. <laughs> I'm, I'm dreaming about racing a car. I'm thinking seriously about coming out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so much fun, Julie. So much fun. Tell me if it you know any like race it. car types, because we would love to have them here. Uh, it's a blast. All right. So let's start yeah. with a little look at the current state of marriage in America. Um, mm-hmm. And whatever you think of the media, not always a fan, mm-hmm. but this is what a few media folks shared recently on the Daily Blast. Here is a question for you. Is marriage overrated? <laughs> marriage rates have been declining since the 70s, and 2021 was the first year that more children were born out of wedlock than in it. Well, one psychologist is telling us why. First, traditional reasons for marriage, like economic stability and social mobility, no longer matter. Next, people marry when they are happy, and we as a society are less happy. Also, high divorce rates paint a bad picture. Next, the insane cost of weddings. Also, women are fine doing motherhood alone. And lastly, single women are happier and live longer. It turns out that married men have better health and happiness, but it's the opposite for women. (laughs) First of all, I'm not sure I believe all those statistics. Uh, I'm really not sure. and I'm not yeah. sure the kids are fine always. And I, and I know there are incredible yeah. single moms, moms out there. But mm. kids are not always fine when they have to be raised by a single parent. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard for the single parent. It's hard for the child. So I'm not sure all those stats are correct. But what do you think is going on with marriage in America? Well, I've been following a lot of the studies. I know. And talking to a number of the marriage uh, gurus. And I would say several things. And I will 
also clarify that I grew up uh, with a single mom for a portion of my life, and mm-hmm. I think it is very, very hard. So I I celebrate how hard they are working, and I also realize that it's difficult on the children and it's difficult on the single parent, whether it's mom or dad. Yes. Uh, What I I think is happening are a number of things. People are definitely waiting longer to get married. People are for sure living together before they get married. And many times they live together, don't get married, live with someone else. And so it's just this cycle of, I want to be in relationship. I want something that mimics marriage, but I don't want to experience what my parents experienced. I don't want to go through a divorce. I, I see people trying to avoid a lot of the pain and yet creating pain in different ways just because they're, they're taking a different avenue towards relationships. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I would tell you, that there are still a lot of people out there who are marrying and who very much want to be married. So there's, I, I agree. There's I agree. All of it. And both my kids, you know, are looking for the person that they mm-hmm. want to marry. And they, and they both, mm-hmm. you know, the, their biggest concern is not getting married. They, they want to make sure they yeah. get married. Now it doesn't happen yeah. for everybody. And, and some people have a really bad introduction to marriage, but, but Julie, both you right. and I want to say this. Neither of us, and, and you having been a single mom, neither of us want to condemn anybody. We're not here to condemn. The only thing that I might condemn is culture at large. Because I think we're doing a, a grave disservice to folks when we say, we don't need marriage and it's all good and every lifestyle works and it's all going to work out fine. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. And in my yeah. estimation, God knows best. And his original mm-hmm. you know, structure is, is the right structure. Now, I will also confess it doesn't always work. And, and when bad yeah. people get together, bad marriages happen. So I want you to get to the reason that you're here, to, to help people <laughs> look at the, the marriage myths, what doesn't work, what we're told works but yeah. does not. And, and, and you all have an article at Windshape about the 15 mm-hmm. marriage myths. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start tackling yeah. those to help yeah. moms today? Okay. I'll do it. And just for clarity, I haven't been a single mom, but I had. Oh, you had a mother. single mom. Okay, parents, I apologize. My parents divorced. Um, I've been married for 34 years, and all these myths are things that I think everybody encounters, and people give you advice when you get married, and a lot of times they're very sincere, but they're sincerely wrong. Mm -hmm. So we'll tackle probably one of the biggest ones is healthy marriages are conflict-free. I can't tell you how many newlyweds I've had share with me kind of like off to the side after speaking at a retreat and say, oh, we've, we've experienced so much of this in terms of conflict. We thought we weren't normal. And as believers, we just thought we weren't supposed to be angry with each other, which is not true. Yeah. Conflict uh, is a part of a healthy relationship. It is what you do with the conflict, how you manage it, how you learn to have conversation around it that helps you actually grow closer and increase the intimacy in your marriage relationship. So. Yeah. If people tell me, oh, we never have conflict, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, two different people grew up in two different homes, two different lives, and then they come together and you're telling me you never disagree? That must be a very boring relationship. (laughs) I guess sometimes (laughs) conflict can be exciting. Um, Healthy marriages are conflict-free is the myth. 
So I want any mom that yeah. has has guilt or or you know mm-hmm. some kind of concern over the conflict. It, it's not always a bad thing. You're right. As long as we can bring forgiveness mm-hmm. in, c- conflict is pretty common mm-hmm. and can be helpful to a marriage. Is what you just said. All right. Why don't you move on to another marriage myth? Your spouse completes you. They oh. will meet all of your needs. Not true. God completes you. If you are looking to your spouse to complete you, you will consistently be very disappointed. Mm-hmm. They are human just like you are. And I like to think about spouses complimenting one another. When, when you think about your spouse, you have this amazing gift of a person in your life where you get to pray for them. You get to encourage them. You get to call out the things that you see that they're really amazing at and even opportunities that they have for growth. And really, the purpose in that is helping them to be all that God called them to be. And so what a beautiful gift in that. Not that they're your everything, your lover, your best friend, your own the person you spend all your time with. That's going to that's gonna be hard. To look at them and say, oh, you have to be all these things. I, that's, that's a hard thing to live up to. Yeah. And you know, it's, I love that you said that because I married my nursery school sweetheart and I, and I brag about that probably Aww, too often. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. So I've known my husband for newsflash. This is, you're going to be able to do the math for 55 years. I've known my husband and, yeah. and, and we really have known each other since we were four years old. So, and, and that's been a huge blessing, but there are days when I'm, you know, sitting in a chair thinking to myself and he didn't do this and he didn't do that. And he forgot to do this and he's not doing, you know, this right in my life, et cetera. And then I remember what you just said, which is Jenny, he is not supposed to be everything, nor are you mm-hmm. supposed to be everything for him. That's why we need friends. That's why we need God. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the point. I love right. that you said that. I hope that's a helpful reminder. Yeah. All right, I'm going to move on yeah. to one that I, I saw on your list of 15 marriage myths, and it's this one. I really like this one, and, and I'll tell you why in a second. If you marry the right person, you will <laughs> always feel in love. You will always feel in love. That's a myth, and, and here's why I want you to talk about that, because I've definitely had people say to me who went through divorce, I just fell out of love. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. just give it six months and maybe it would have come back. Mm-hmm. So, so, t- yeah. so tell us about that. I think that's a very true statement that you just made. But our culture speaks so much about you deserve to be happy mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you're not happy for six months or you're not happy for a year, then, oh, I just don't love you anymore. The reality is when you commit... When you say, I do, that's a commitment and it's dedication to the relationship in the good, in the bad, and the ugly. And man, there are some hard times, some challenges that you go through. I, I can think being married for more than three decades, there are definitely times that I could pinpoint for you. They have been hard. I'm sure my husband would say the same, where it just didn't feel so romantically in love, but the commitment was there. And on the other side of the hard is beautiful. And so I think people need to be very careful about being quick. Sometimes there's hard years. I can remember in graduate school hearing a woman talk. She'd been married 65 years, and she talked to the graduate students about how year seven was very hard. 
year 10 was very difficult, year 15. And she went through her life, and then she said, but when we looked at 65 years, when my husband passed away, and I looked back, if you asked me, would I trade what we had over the 65 years for year 7, year 15, the other years? No, I would not do that. And I think that that's something that we need to think about as a culture because we're just quick to leave, very quick to leave. And there's all kinds of research. There's a very powerful piece of research with 10,000 couples where they ask them to rate their marriage one to seven, one hell on earth, seven heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And of all the people who rated their marriage a one or two, they went back to them five years later and they rated their marriage a six or a seven. I mean, we just, we're a microwave society. And so we, we want are. everything we are. to work quickly all the time. Yeah. We want solutions mm-hmm. to come quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and we have, and again, I do, again, I am not condemning anyone. We all have issues. My husband and mm-hmm. I have, you know, I'm not sure he wants me to admit it live on the radio, but he, we've had issues. We all have issues. But, we all but, have issues. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to a couple more because we only got about eight, eight minutes, seven or eight minutes left. Um, what about the kids? What, what about some marriage myths when it comes to children? The culture tells you that when children come along, they should be number one, that they should be really the center of your universe. Mm -hmm. What research shows is that child-centered marriages are the ones that are most at risk for distress. And the thing that I find very poignant about that whole piece is that really when children have the best environment to thrive, it is in a home where their parents have a healthy, thriving marriage. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can have a healthy, thriving marriage is if you don't put it on the back burner. You have it front and center. You are paying attention. You are thinking about how you're communicating with each other. You're making it a priority to be connected, to talk, to to go out and be by yourselves without the children. That right there actually creates this security blanket for your children. When mom and dad are doing well, children feel it, they pick up on it, and they can relax and be children. When you aren't doing well, they know it. And it doesn't matter how well you think you are doing at hiding that things aren't well, I promise you. Go read Brain Rules by John Medina. Mm -hmm. He's a molecular biologist, and he talks about uh, hooking young infants up just to see what's happening in their brain. And you can see cortisol in their brain when their parents are not doing well. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So isn't that amazing? Pay attention to your marriage. If you want your children to, to do well, you may have your challenges because children are children. Yeah. However, taking care of your marriage is vital. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. And, and I am one of those moms that was guilty of that sometimes. You know, my kids are older mm-hmm. now, but but I still am guilty of it sometimes. I will choose hanging out with my daughter because we're like besties instead of doing something with my husband. Too often I'll choose that. And, and you think you're serving your child by choosing your child. But by choosing your marriage, you're also serving your child. So for the mom out there that struggles with that choice, it's like, hey, look, if you focus on your marriage, that is a way to help your child. You know, yes. I, I love yes. that. I love that you you cleared that up for us. All right, so we've only got uh, time for maybe two more myths. Why don't you tell moms one or two of your favorites that you think is is really misleading couples in this country? Marriage mm-hmm. myths that they need to have exposed. One is happy couples do everything together. Okay, and the truth is that you need alone time and you need together time, 
And that's something that you need to have a conversation around what does that look like. I know so many moms who feel guilty about going for a run or doing something for themselves uh, because they're neglecting their family. And the truth is what you don't have, you can't pass on. And if you are constantly running on empty because you're doing everything for everybody else and you're not taking care of your needs, that's not helpful to you. It's not helpful to the relationship and it's not helpful to your children. So being able to do a hobby or go work out or read a book or sit and soak in the bathtub by candlelight and just say nothing, all of those things are really good and nurturing. And then figuring out things that you can do together as a couple. Maybe you learn to ballroom dance. Maybe you go take a cooking class or you bike together Mm -hmm. or you like to walk. My husband and I started walking when our daughter was an infant because it settled her down at night to this day we still walk at night together. And it's just our moment of connection. But being apart creates anticipation. Yeah. And anticipation is a good thing when you think about how do I love my spouse well? So that one I think is really important. I I would tell you the other one that I don't want to miss is never go to bed angry. Mm -hmm. We have a rule in our home that if there's something complicated and it comes up, after nine o'clock, we are going to table that until the morning. And the reason for that is I get up very early in the morning and by nine o'clock, I turn into a pumpkin. So if you start talking with me about complicated things, it is not going to go well. So I know there's scripture and it says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. I think what we're saying here is acknowledge we're sideways. Yeah. And We are a team. We will figure this out. Let's talk about it in the morning. Yeah. Versus staying up until two or three in the morning and accomplishing nothing good. And I and and I want to say a couple. Could you mind if I just touch on one or two more, just because we only have like three or four minutes left? And and so if you could just soundbite it in your responses. Um, This is a racy one. Get ready, folks. Um, And that is that married sex is boring. You call that a myth. Totally a myth. Married sex is better than sex outside of marriage. And there's a lot of studies that will back that up. You get intimate. You are free. I mean, sex is worship. And when you do that with someone who loves you and appreciates you, it's very different than outside of the marriage covenant. An uncommitted one night stand. And but here's the deal is Hollywood says that's way more sexy and may, way more fabulous than married sex. Mm-hmm. So I blame that on Hollywood. I can blame a lot of things on Hollywood. Just watch me. Um, okay, so last thing. If and I really think this is a good one for a lot of moms out there. If your spouse really loves you, they will know what you want and need. And you call that a myth. That is definitely a myth. Nobody is a mind reader. I mean, even if you say, oh, you read my mind. No, they did not. (laughs) Talk about what you need. Talk about, like, what is your love language? How can I be helpful to you? All of those things, when you have conversation around those things versus having unspoken expectations and thinking to yourself, why didn't they just know? We've been married this long. They should know me well enough to know this is what I want. That just sets you up. It sets the relationship up for bitterness and resentment. And that's not what you're looking for in a marriage relationship. People want to feel loved, seen, valued, heard. The way you do that 
is you teach your spouse about you and you seek to learn about your spouse. Right. And that, that actually backs me off sometimes when I'm thinking, why would why didn't my husband know I wanted that? Then I think to myself, Jenny, how many times do you not know what he wants? And and so right. we, we it, neither of us are perfect. So I love that you said that. All right. We've only got a, a minute left, my dear. Tell folks how they can find you and maybe just one last sentence or two to encourage folks who are struggling in marriage. You can find us at winshapemarriage.org. You can follow us on Instagram at winshapemarriage, where we put lots of information out regularly on having healthy marriages and relationships and parenting. And I, I would say this in terms of encouragement. Nobody has a perfect marriage. What, what we're aiming for is healthy. And the way to health is, one, to seek the Lord. Go before the Lord in helping you to have a healthy marriage relationship and understand that your spouse is a gift to you from God. He is He is a child of God, as are you. And we need for and, and we so need therefore yeah. you're on a journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I know there's some really imperfect, horrible situations out there, but for the most part, mm-hmm. what you say is is going to work. Um, so God bless you, Julie. Thanks so much for being on Channel Mom. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Okay, great. Awesome. All right, this is the time of the show. I thank you, Mom, for all you do. If you think nobody's thanked you this week, maybe you know nobody's thanked you this week, and no one appreciates all you're doing for your children, maybe even your children don't, God sees, and I'm telling you, you are raising up that next generation. You're immensely important in what you do, so thank you for doing it. Remember, come race with us at Vandermeer Speedway. Last time you can do it at that raceway. You'll be raising money to help moms and kids. Just go to channelmom.org to order your tickets. I'd love to see you there. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click Donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.